Hello, and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies. I am your host, Jenny Moss. Hello, my friends. I hope you are having an amazing day. I am so excited because I'm gearing up for a trip back to Houston, and I can't wait to go see my friends. And to be honest with you, it's been kind of a rough week. It's been one of those weeks where you start the day off and you're working really, really hard and you're like, man, I've gotten so much done and it's been so rough. I wonder what time it is. And then it's only like nine o'clock in the morning (laughs) and it feels like it should be 5 p.m. Yeah, it's been one of those weeks. So I'm excited for a little getaway and to come back refreshed and renewed. And speaking of refreshed, we're talking about repentance. And repentance is something that brings a refresh or a renewed feeling. Um, in Preach My Gospel, it says repentance includes forming a fresh view of God, ourselves, and the world. In essence, when we repent, we are becoming a new version of ourselves. This process happens each day in our prayers and on Sunday when we partake of the sacrament. When we repent, we feel godly sorrow and we return to Him with a full purpose of heart. Neil A. Maxwell said this, There is more individuality in those who are more holy. Sin, on the other hand, brings sameness. So what he's saying is there's more individuality in those who are consistently repenting than on the other hand, the people who are consistently sinning. He says, it shrinks us to addictive appetites and subordinate impulses. And for a brief surging selfish moment, sin may create the illusion of individuality. But again, he says, there is more individuality in those who are more holy. If we embrace our divine uniqueness, then we can live righteously in our lives, stepping into our celestial path and becoming more like our Father. Um, Repentance includes a couple elements for a mighty change of heart. I don't want this to feel like a checklist because Neely Maxwell literally talked about how it's not a checklist, but these are some of the elements that are um, often included in a repentant person. Um beginning with recognizing and feeling remorse for wrongdoings. So feeling bad when we do things that are wrong. Then confessing those things to the Lord, and in some cases to a church leader. Forsaking what we place, oh, forsaking and placing our carnal desires on the altar of the Lord and turning completely away from it as we turn towards God. So I don't know if you've ever heard this term like placing it on the altar of the Lord. But I first was explained it on my mission and I loved it. And people would always say, oh, we're putting our sacrifices on the altar of the Lord. Or they'd say, oh, um, instead this week, we're not going to do X, Y, and Z, and we're going to place it on the altar of the Lord. And so I really liked that. And instead of trying to figure out extra things that I could do to place on the altar of the Lord, instead I would say, I'm going to place my exact obedience on the altar of the Lord, or I'm going to place my faith on the altar of the Lord. And I always felt 
really strongly, like when I focused on those things that I was placing on the altar of the Lord, such as a repentant heart, it really helped me focus on that thing. And it helped me understand how having a repentant heart um, was so incredibly powerful for my faith. And um, so we place something on the altar of the Lord. It's like we're sacrificing that thing for um, for something better. And um, it's easy to associate repentance with large-scale sins, and it's easy to understand how to go through the repentance process when there is a huge problem that needs to be rectified. But it is so important for us to incorporate repentance in our daily lives. And so we can take active steps coming towards our Heavenly Father. Some of our actions may even contribute to the repentance process without us knowing. Living the gospel, in essence, is one large part of living repentance each day. Um, I wanted to share a small example of repentance. And I guess this was huge to him, but it was it it's on the smaller scale of repentance. Um, a couple days ago, I was talking to my son and trying to get him to put his clothes on. And he said he didn't want to. He was upset with the shirt and the pants that I had picked out. He's really particular. <laughs> and so I said, honey, you know, you need to put these clothes on. Mom hasn't done the laundry. We have no other clothes. And he was really upset about that. And he kind of yelled, no, I don't want to. And I told him that when he yelled like that, it hurt my feelings. And um, I walked away and was doing something else, probably changing a diaper or many, many of the other things that I'm doing throughout the day. And he came to me and, uh, and he said he was sorry. And he said, Mom, I said a prayer. And I prayed that I wouldn't feel anger anymore. And I'm sorry. And then he walked away. And it was good. And he put his clothes on. And I thought that was such a sweet example of someone repenting for something and asking for a change of heart. And it reminded me of the scripture in Doctrine and Covenants that says, Behold, he who hath repented of his sins, the same is forgiven, and I the Lord remember them no more. And I love that, that when we repent of our sins, God doesn't hold on to grudges. He doesn't hold on to the things that we have done against him. He remembers them no more. And so that's actually what I am repenting of. I'm trying to repent of um, not fully forgiving people or or not um, being frustrated with someone and thinking, oh, this is, this is a pattern of behavior they've done against me. Instead, just forgiving and moving forward and not looking at the past instead just looking at the present and the future and i know that we all need forgiveness in our lives i'm sorry repentance and forgiveness we all need repentance in our lives whether we are repenting of um, things that we deem larger scale or things that we think are on the smaller scale of of life we all need to be repenting and changing and moving towards our Heavenly Father. And I know that we can do it. I'm going to read this quote one more time. We embrace our divine uniqueness when we live 
when we live righteousness in our lives, stepping into our celestial path and becoming more like our Father in heaven. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing week repenting and talk to you soon. Bye. Would you like to connect with us further? Find us on Instagram at The Latter Day Ladies or on Facebook at The Latter Day Ladies in our private group. Or find us on our website at www.thelatterdayladies.com. Have an amazing day.